Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. It's time for Lickin' On Lending. Welcome, everybody. Good to have you with us. Welcome to Lickin' On Lending, a weekly mortgage market update providing up-to-the-minute information on interest rates, loan programs, and hot industry news, all related to the mortgage industry. Brought to you by Transformational Mortgage Solutions. To participate in today's program, our guest call in line is 646-716-4972. Now here's your host of Lickin' On Lending, David Lickin'. Let's begin. Hello, everybody. Good to have you with us again this week. It is Monday, May 10th, 2021. We say that for those of you listening on a downloaded basis. We are so grateful for those of you listening live. Again, this podcast is created by mortgage professionals. It is for mortgage professionals. And we're so grateful to have you as our listener. Again, our commitment is to bring you timely information in an audio format that you can listen to anytime and anywhere. I'm excited about this week's topic. It's one of my favorite topics. And I have one of my favorite people joining us on the podcast. We're going to be talking about strategy, leadership, culture, and success. And what is the simple definition of those? And to talk about this today, we've got in the Hot Topic segment, Dr. Andy Schell, CEO, Managing Partner, and Co-Founder of Mortgage Banking Solutions and MBS Financial Services. So be sure to stay tuned to the second half of the podcast. Also, I want to say a special thank you to Industry Syndicate. They do a great job, folks, of helping promote podcasts that are effective and really informative about this industry, what's going on. Lots of podcasts. Check out industrysyndicate.com. Hey, listeners, have you heard about the social medium called Clubhouse? Well, on Wednesday, May 19th, one of my dear friends, Ralph Armenta at ComputerShare, is hosting a Clubhouse event titled the Jenny May Servicing Ticket. They're going to be discussing the new requirements. And we're going to be having one of my favorite guys on that. And that is my business partner, Mark Helm. will be talking about that, how to get approved. What happens if you do not get approved? And what are the alternatives? So very important topic going on. Check out the Clubhouse event. There's a link in it. If you want, you can email Ralph at ralph.armenta, A-R-M-E-N-T-A, at computershare.com for more details. Also, we'll put a link in the show notes for it. I want to say a special thank you to our sponsors. We have the Mortgage Bankers Association of America. We always say you need to become a member of the MBA, but you also have an access to have your voice heard when you're a member. But also, they've created it so for the non-members, they too can have their voice heard on the Hill through the Mortgage Action Alliance application. You can go to your smartphone, download the Mortgage Action Alliance app, and follow instructions, read what's there. I'm sure you'll agree with what the MBA is proposing that be stated and be enforced. If you do agree with it, then you just click some buttons and your voice is heard on the Hill. Literally goes directly to your appropriate representatives and you get to have your voice heard. How cool is that? So thank you, MBA, for what you're doing there. Also want to say thank you to Finastro, who's a sponsor. Their Fusion Bot solution is a great tool that helps maximize convenience with post-closing functions, including funding, 
collateral tracking, shipping, insuring, and guaranteeing. And there's a lot more that goes into this package. I encourage you to get a hold of a Finastra representative. Go to our advertisers page, click on there for more information, or get a hold of one of the sales representatives by starting with Dan Putney. By the way, we had Dan on as a guest in January 11th, and he'll give you some new updates on a survey they did. Very interesting and timely information, even more timely today in light of current market conditions. Also, there's two co-ops that we have as sponsors, Lenders One, as well as the The Mortgage Collaborative. We're thrilled to be part of both of these co-ops and encourage you to consider to do so as well. Also, the Community Mortgage Lenders Association of America. All these organizations work closely with the MBA to have a consolidated voice heard in the Hill in Washington, D.C. Also, I want to say a special thank you to Indicom. We had Linda Bomar on and Rachel Harris last week on May 3rd. Go back and listen to that podcast. Real interesting about what you could be doing through technology. And they've got some great services. I love their Genius Bot. There's a lot of things I love about what they're doing, but the Genius Bot is one that I see could help in this particular time. So check it out by going to our website, checking out our sponsorship page and clicking on Indicom. Also in Celerate, Josh Friend does a great job with leading edge technology where his mortgage expertise and how to connect with pre-designed campaigns come together to enhance borrower engagement. Also, Knowledge Cube. Just was talking to Ken Perry. I love what these guys are doing on their website and their training. He's got a new platform. You've got to check out what they're doing. Check out the knowledgecoop.com. Also, Mobility Mortgage Market Intelligence and Modex, two of our sponsors that help you recruit based on facts of what people are really doing and producing rather than what they say they're closing and producing. So check out uh, Modex and Mobility RE, also known as Mobility Mortgage Market Intelligence. Great technology in these two companies. Also, I want to say a special thank you to Alice, Alan, and Matt for their contributions each and every week. Let's hear from Les Parker with the TM Spotlight and this week's Macro View of the Markets. Les? Who knew? TM Spotlight Soundbites is brought to you by PowerSeller, making hedging easy. This is a story about bully bonds and nowhere blue. Two young traders with nothing better to do. Bond bulls take the money and run to lower rates. Joe says tax the money and run jobs out of town. LOs say lock the loan app and run to the next closing. Archigo's family office took the money and ran lenders into the ground. The Archigo event illustrates how macro oversight needs granular insight. Averages can distort reality. The market sees tax increases distorting the recovery. Trends are mixed, but mortgages keep finding a way to grind to lower rates. Go on, tax the money and run. These views are my own. Want more? Go to tmspotlight.com. Thank you, Les. Again, go to TM Spotlight to subscribe for free to Les's newsletter. And be sure to use the word power for power seller to get signed up for his, again, free newsletter. It's not free if you don't use that word power. Matt Graham's here with us to give us an update on the markets. Matt, what do you have for us? This is Matt Graham with the MBS Live Market Update. Last week was fairly decent for the bond market with yields moving lower every day of the week except for Friday. And that was a little bit odd considering Friday brought an exceptionally weak non-farm payrolls number in the employment situation report. That's the big jobs report. 
that everybody refers to when they say big jobs report. It's the most significant piece of economic data on any given month and especially relevant for the bond market over the years. In the past year, give or take, economic data has taken a backseat to COVID-related metrics, and that makes sense to a large extent. But as of the most recent jobs report, we've seen a big reconnection in market versus that economic data. And the last jobs report had a clear impact on bonds on the day of the report. This one was no different, although it was traded out of the market by the end of the day. What I mean by that is when the week number came out at 8.30 a.m., bond yields tanked immediately. They moved lower. That's what we would expect when a weak jobs number comes out, but they bounced back reasonably quickly and actually ended up higher by the end of the day. That could reflect some trepidation heading into the current week where we have a new treasury auction cycle with upgraded auction amounts. We knew that we would likely have higher auction amounts and they were announced officially last week, $3 billion higher for both the 10 and 30 year bonds, which are the ones that are more relevant to us mortgage rate watchers. And we have seen markets be a little bit cautious heading into those auctions in recent auction cycles. The results will be released on Wednesday at 1 p.m. for the 10-year and same time of day, the following day for the 30-year auction. If demand metrics for those are significantly stronger or weaker than expected, then bonds would move probably in a logical direction. Add to that a slate of inflation-related data, and this week does have some potential to either reinforce the recent trading range or challenge it. What would that trading range be? Well, in terms of 10-year yields, 1.53 seems like a fairly logical floor based on where we've bounced recently. Yes, Friday's yields did trade below that briefly, but we ended the day well above that. So we would consider that a failed technical breakout from a technical analysis standpoint. The inflation reports this week kick off on Wednesday morning with CPI, the Consumer Price Index, and analysts are expecting that to rise to 2.3% at the core level. So core CPI inflation and core PCE, which doesn't come out this week, but just another example of an inflation report. Those are the numbers the Fed is expecting to see or hoping to see up in the 2.5% range for an extended period of time. And as far as their expectations go right now, let's say they hope to see 25 for an extended period of time, but they're expecting to see it spike potentially higher and then maybe move lower before getting back up to 2.5%. Really, a lot remains to be seen as far as inflation metrics are concerned, and the Fed assures us they're ready to respond in the event that inflation seems to be running too hot. If we take a look at things like inflation expectations, which can be measured in two ways, the first would be by market-based measures in terms of TIPS, Treasury Inflation Protected Securities. The second would be a consumer survey, inflation expectations. We see things surging pretty well in terms of market-based stuff. So the tips yield versus 10-year yields, which gives us an inflation break-even or an implied inflation rate as far as markets are concerned. Those implied 10-year inflation is at the highest level since 2013 and implied five-year inflation the highest since 2011. That contrasts a bit with the consumer survey inflation expectations, but those are also rising and they're expected to come in at 2.7 and 3.4% for both five and one-year inflation respectively. Notably, that would be a little bit of a downgrade from the previous month in one-year inflation expectation, which 
came in at 3.7. And in terms of the five-year inflation expectations, it would be completely level with the past four months of reports at 2.7. So economists aren't yet looking for consumer inflation expectations to increase, but once they begin to do so, the Fed will see itself as moving one step closer to accomplishing its policy goals and one step closer to considering tapering bond purchases, which could have a negative impact on interest rates. But for now, the Fed says that they are nowhere close to considering that and they need to see many more months of data in order to make that decision. They haven't used the term many more months, but just this morning, Chicago Fed's Evans used the term, quote unquote, quite some time before they have enough data to make that decision. And uh, considering economic data only comes out once a month for the major reports, quite some time would seem to suggest many months, at least in my opinion. So for now, rates are range bound using 10-year yields as a benchmark, 1.53 to 1.68, give or take, in the short term, and 1.38 to 1.75 in the longer term. But uh, 1.53 is the more significant technical floor right now, the one where we're looking to see either a bounce or a breakout before we have a better sense of the next leg of momentum for the bond market. That's going to do it for today. As always, remember, Lincoln on Lending listeners can get a free double-time trial on mbslive.net by entering the code LOL in the sign-up page. Have a great week. Thanks, Matt. Great content. Folks, you need to sign up for the service. You can sign up for an extended trial period with no credit card required if you use the code LOL for Lickit on Lending. Thanks, Matt. Appreciate that. And now it's time for Alice Alvey. Alice is CMB Vice President of Education and Training at Union Home Mortgage, and she's got this week's legislative update. Alice? Thanks, Dave. Hey, I just want to give a quick report today on a few things that are happening on the agency side. First of all is Fannie Mae's Lender Letter 2021-10 has now finally published the Refi Now requirements. This is the new program that we heard a little bit of advertising kicking out last week from some lenders who were stepping out in front of this. And now it's very clear what all the requirements are on the buzz around this new program that starts with accommodating borrowers who have an income that is equal to 80% of the applicable area median income limit for the property's location. So it must be at or below that 80% AMI. That's really your first starting point. From there, it's really a great refinance program that's going to allow the borrower to save that 50 basis point market fee that applies to all refinances right now. That's really one of the biggest things. Now, it has a similar net tangible benefit requirement to what we're used to dealing with on VAs in particular, where you say, I've got to have a reduction in interest rate by at least 50 basis point, And I've also got to have at least a $50 reduction in the monthly payment. So it's a great lender letter from Fannie Mae. I'm sure Freddie Max is out there somewhere and I just haven't found it yet. And they're very detailed on how to be able to get this program to work for you. And it looks like our start date for these is going to be June 5th. So we've got a couple of weeks to get our acts together to get out there and help borrowers with this new program. So great number there to make sure everybody is aware of. You should be able to find it on Fannie Mae's website. Thanks, Alice. Appreciate it so much. Folks, that wraps up this week's weekly mortgage update. It's been good to have you here, folks. A special thank you to our sponsors, as well as to all the regulars that are on the podcast. Thank you so much. Have a great week. Look forward to having you back here next week. You've been listening to Lickin' on Lending, a weekly mortgage market update with your host, David Lickin' of Transformational Mortgage Solutions. Join us next week, and thanks for listening.